I'm Kinky Bunny tonight. And I'm, um, Cute Pinky. Potter Pig tonight. Potter Pig? Potter Pig. I look a bit like Harry Potter niece. Oh, okay. I do. So, welcome to show number 33. Yes. I like the, so- the songs, the shows that are are the same um, digit twice. What is it called? A palindrome? Well, it is a palindrome, but I don't yeah. think that's specifically what it's called. This is the palindrome show we're gonna play everything we say is going to be in palindrome from now on race car shit that was the only one i knew (laughs) mom mom wow boob nice save (laughs) i was gonna say boom (laughs) um cookie it has two o's doesn't make it a palindrome i know but i couldn't (laughs) think of any other ones i have to blow my nose i'm going to do that right now <laughs> Ew. <laughs> All right. So, uh, okay, I am back from it. lovely Washington, D.C., where my hotel was literally right next to the White House. Really? Where did you stay? I stayed at Hotel Washington, which was in a, a lovely, ritzy area. The time that I was there, I stayed at the uh, Holiday Inn. That's like by the mall. It's like a block away from the mall, but it's not on the mall. Technically, we, I am not allowed to stay at a Holiday Inn because it would not look proper for someone from the Children's Book Council to be staying at a Holiday Inn. Is this too fancy or not fancy? It's enough? not fancy enough. Oh. I need to be appear that I am, you know, doing well for the publishing industry. I see. Yes, my my room had a doorbell and it scared the crap out of me the first night. <laughs> um, generally, whenever I go to these things, I always order room service the first night because I'm getting to a weird city and it's usually dark by that point in time and I never know quite where to go. Yeah, yeah totally. so I'm always like, ah, I'll just do room service. And I did it and the doorbell was like super loud and I literally had like a whoa kind of like reaction. <laughs> and like I opened the door and the woman was just laughing. It was pretty funny. You just ring the doorbell to freak people out. You could knock. It was strange. I ring the doorbell on purpose to scare people. It was really, like, D.C. was a creepy city. Like, I swear to God, like, every man, woman, child, and dog was wearing business suits. Like, actually, I really did walk past a group of children that were all in, like, three-piece suits. Wow. And I was really creeped out. I was like, ew, many politicians are breeding them. They're everywhere. Ew. Very, very, very weird. Ew. Ew. And unfortunately, I forgot my pants. Um, All of your pants? <laughs> pretty much. No, um, I only had one pair of pants with me for a five-day trip. That sucks. And <laughs> they were, like, brown striped, and everything else I owned was, like, <laughs> every other color, stripes, polka dots, like, <laughs> floral print. It was, like, not working at all. I was like, oh, crap. So I, I went on a mission the first day that I was there, and I was like, I need pants! And it took me... I don't know if people don't wear pants in D.C. often. There wasn't, like, a gap on every corner? Yeah, I couldn't find a place to buy pants. And I couldn't just ask someone, like, could I just stop someone on the street and be like, excuse me, sir, you live in D.C.? I see you wearing pants. I Why did you get those? <laughs> exactly. Oh, I see you wearing pants, obviously. They must exist in the city. Or even, better yet, I see you wearing pants. Are those mail order? <laughs> did you have to order but, those from Minneapolis? <laughs> so I, I finally found a TJ Maxx, and they had... Literally the largest suit select section I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. 
And I got, like, I'm not a suit kind of person, but I got really into it because some of these suits were so ugly. And they had one that was, like, hot pink and purple. And I was like, <laughs> ooh, it's on sale. <laughs> so instead of getting dark pants, I got so uh, excited by these suits, I wound up forgetting to buy pants and buying two three-piece suits <laughs> instead. Did you buy a hot pink and purple suit, Colleen? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's not, it's, it's, it's not super bright, but it's definitely pretty bright. Where is it? Colleen, Colleen. Well, at least you can wear your kangaroo shoes with them. It's too. Oh, whatever. Oh, my God. She has black pants. No, they're navy. <laughs> whatever. Really dark pants with tiny pink pinstripes in them. I was totally envisioning, like, the whole thing was, like, fuchsia. I, I could, um, pin With, like, a purple collar. That's I was, what I kind of I was envisioning, wish. like, the Actually, Joker suit the, or the something. The jacket's better because the jacket opens Miss, Miss White style to a hot pink thing. Ooh, so when I take it off, it's like, whoosh. Again, again, it's not a hot pink, Colleen. That's totally a strawberry milk pink. Well, aren't this, you gonna this <laughs> <laughs> on your jacket that you're yes. wearing right now? That's hot I thought pink. she was gonna Pillsbury dough me. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't know me. I was just indicating with my index finger your zipper on your track jacket. On my belly button? On your Latigra track awesome jacket. awesome if you had a zippered belly buttons. Oh, I got enough crap out. in there already. I, I don't need to, to be any stinkier. That's why I keep my extra set of keys. Ah. Just way down there. To the point they stick out my back. That's why I've got this. Never mind. That was weird. Sue. Sue. So, mm. today we had... I had, not we. The, well, this week cake. is the National Stationery Show Week. Oh, that's true. That's exciting. No, not, not really. That is very... That's like... It was at the Jacob Javits Center in New York, which, if you've never been, is basically like a football stadium mm-hmm. without the bleachers. It's the biggest building. It's like the biggest room I've ever been in. It's like being in a giant warehouse. It's like three Home Depots put yeah, together. Exactly. And That's actually where the convention I have is usually at. Yeah. But it wasn't this year because of your paper people. Because we were in the way. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, sorry, we can't have books. We need to have the paper. <laughs> paper to make the books. No, they don't. So, anyway. was there anything exciting? There was totally nothing exciting. This is the third year that I've gone, and the last mm. few years I haven't actually had to work the booth. This year I actually had to work the booth, which basically meant I was, the other guy from our company is this really, really old guy who's, like, dead. really slow. He's like, no, he's not oh. dead, but he's, like, on death's door. Aw, He kind of looks like the, the man from uh, the, well, the man, quote-unquote, from the uh, Six Flags commercials. Oh. But skinnier. <laughs> <laughs> And less woman underneath. Yes. <laughs> less young woman underneath. Oh. I haven't seen him do any break dancing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, he, and he's like one of those old men who like, talk, he's really nice, but he like talks and he can't hear at all. But anyway, so I got there and he'd been there for a while. And so he was like, oh, you arrived at a very fortuitous time. And so <laughs> I guess that meant he had to pee or something. So he left and he came back like 10 minutes later to check on me. And I was kind of like not looking forward to this because I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have to like make small talk with this really ancient guy for like three hours. Yeah. But no, he came back and he checked on me and he left again. And he didn't come back until like 15 minutes before the show ended. At which he had time. He finished his business. He had to do some more fortuitous <laughs> things. Yeah, he was, uh, mm. he was quite busy. No, well, then he came back and he picked up his stuff and he left. And so I actually got to leave a little early too. So my point is that I basically had three hours. I mean, occasionally people would stop by the booth and, like, want to, like, you know, have a question or something. Yeah. But most of the people are, like, not even making eye contact. They're just like, ah, don't stop me. I'm on my way, you know. And so you just sit there by yourself for three hours in, like, a little tiny room with only three walls. Yeah. And it's so <laughs> weird because I'm in this giant room filled with, like, a million people 
but like all I see are like the three little walls that I'm sitting sitting in, and, like the uh, the movie screen basically in front of me of people walking by. You know, it's like <laughs> that's the extent of my life is yeah. the ten feet in front of me. You know that I see people. Did walking you have by. an actual like ceiling, or was it just an open booth? Did they build you kind of a, an enclosure? Because I know sometimes they build them into like little like overhanging, so you have like kind of a ceiling on your. Booth. No, the ceiling is maybe like eighty feet high. Yeah, above you. It's so it's crazy. high. And so, um, yeah, no. And so basically, because I had three hours, <laughs> I'm like thinking to myself, yeah, this is the thing to do. You get the like artsy designer person to do sales work. So like, I'm not like stopping people and f- smiling and being friendly. No, I'm like <laughs> rearranging the promotional chapsticks and yeah. <laughs> magnets. And so I took some pictures and you can see them on our site. We'll post them. Ooh. I made some interesting chapstick and magnet sculptures. That's, oh, that's very nice. I actually, we were giving out rubber stampers at ours, and yeah. I was stacking as many as I could on top of each other, and I got to, I think it was 14, before someone came over to talk to me, and I was like, ooh, <laughs> like, oh, knock them down. That happened to me. I was making, like, a, a chapstick pyramid, Yeah. and this lady came over and, like, was like, really, what do you, it's not butterfingered, it's like when somebody has, like, is really heavy-handed, Sticky, I guess. Th- no, lead-headed. No. She was just clumsy. So she was like smacking things, like smack the picture on the wall. Watch this. What's that? Then she like smacked a tin. It was like, watch this. Mr. McGooch. Yeah. And so then she like smacked the table and like totally destroyed my like pyramid of chapstick. So I was like, whoops. I mean, because like she kind of like surprised me in the booth because of course I'm not supposed to be making chapstick pyramids. She popped out of a trap door. Yeah. So I'm already kind of embarrassed of the chapstick pyramid, but I'm like, I can't like disassemble it because then it'll be just call more attention to it. So I'm just kind of pretending it's not there. (laughs) But then she like smacked the table and it went, it like fell all over the place. And I was like, oh, okay. The jig is up. (laughs) The jig was all over the place. (laughs) Obviously I made a chapstick pyramid. It was crazy. It was so crazy. I had a a bizarre moment because at this convention I went to Book Expo America and it's it's essentially for publishers to talk to booksellers, independent booksellers, and kind of say, hey, our books are great, put more in your store. But for some reason, a lot of people that are aspiring authors and illustrators, um, 99% of them crazy, um, think it's a great chance to go and sell their book. So people will be like walking around with like a giant tent, or what is it called, a place card, like the giant cardboard thing, Yeah, and they'll be walking around and be like, my book doesn't have a publisher, and it's like the worst drawn, like, it's like the moon talking to like a puppy, but it's like, you have to kind of use your imagination to even get that far, you'll be like, oh, it's a piece of cheese talking to a dust bunny, what is that, <laughs> belly button lint, I'm not sure, but um, there's this one guy who was, oh crap, I, I have the books, no, I, I gave the book away. I, do, I put it in the donate box, and I feel bad for any kid that winds up with it. But uh, it was something <laughs> about, like... Um, yeah, you just turned some kid off of reading for life. Yeah, it was a giant, it was supposed to be, like, about, like, getting to know police work. And it was all about a thumbprint that was best friends with a $10 bill and a cop. And I didn't, I didn't actually read the story, so I didn't get it. But their promotional thing was she had made giant foam suits, the woman who wrote this book. And uh, so I get on the escalator, and I turn behind me, and there's this giant thumbprint standing behind me, really crudely made foam suit of a giant thumbprint with eyes. <laughs> and it proceeds to hit on me on the escalator. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that beats being hit on by the uh, stormtrooper. <laughs> I think it, I don't know what it is about those conventions. It's a, maybe it's because like the one time a year I wear skirts, so they're like, I have to do my derogatory male thing because she's wearing a skirt and she never does. 
And like, I don't know if that that <clears throat> quite rivals the lady monster though in the back. Oh no, that was not even close. But the best part about this is he's like, oh, so you know you work the show a lot. Yeah, it must it must be tiring. It must be hard on your boyfriend. <laughs> and uh, then we get to the top of the escalator, and he's in a giant foam thumbprint suit, and it totally like wipes out. He doesn't really fall, but it's like as close to falling as you can get without hitting the ground. And it was just like the perfect moment. And like he got caught, like the the ten dollar bill came up and saved. Him. <laughs> so weird and i just like casually was like power rock power rock power rock it was it was it was a weird day that's yeah. funnier than my chapstick pyramid but your chapstick pyramid i need to see these pictures i didn't take any pictures in the booth the only pictures i took were at our big program where the most timid little arthur uh, he's the author of arthur mark brown who's yeah. arthur the aardvark he got in a ton of trouble for this thing called postcards from buster because in the animated show, they had one um, kid who had two moms. And people freaked out. Like, the Secretary of Education freaked out and was trying to get the show banned or whatever. And it's been on PBS for 30 years. And so he got up there, and he's this timid little man. And he was just like, I think there should be more pictures of women being happy with children. And, and then he was like, and, and then he went into this huge rant making fun of Madonna. And he did a Madonna impression. And it was like, it was the greatest thing ever. And... <laughs> I got really mad because all the news reporters that wrote about it left out that part and they were just like, oh, he said something bad about Harry Potter. And I was like, yeah, but 10 minutes before that, he was imitating Madonna for a while. <laughs> Didn't any, did, did I imagine that? So that was, that was really awesome. What did he say about Harry Potter? <clears throat> he was saying that he thinks that um, picture books are suffering because too many kids want to be holding the really thick book in their hands even if they can't read it. And it's actually not helping some kids read because... Um, they're they're jumping ahead of books that they really should be reading, like the picture books and things, and jumping right into you know an eight hundred page novel. That's really interesting, because everybody always says Harry Potter is helping reading. So I don't know quite what I think. Well, that's just a case of like parent parenting, you know. Like if you're a parent and you know your kid can't handle Harry Potter yet, read him Harry Potter. I never told. Or, or read Harry Potter with your kid. How did you know? But I held it. I, I wore baggy <laughs> shirts for nine months. Oh, God. Oh, God. Jimmy, you can come out of the closet. <laughs> okay, I'm going. No, no, no. Other Jimmy. Okay, Mom. Hi, <laughs> oh, you get his really annoying voice. Go what? <laughs> Hi, my name's Jimmy A.F. Edible. I'm calling son. He's just going to grow up to be. I like your ears. Godfrey, this What? Man. I didn't hear you. What did you just say? <laughs> Star donkeys are gonna interrupt you again. <laughs> this is kind of fun. Interrupt this. What? I uh, can't. It's a. It's a gesture. <laughs> I think she just showed me a, an exotic bird. <laughs> not, not too exotic. <laughs> Man, do you know what? It's really fun. What? <laughs> it's really fun to cut people off. Man, I wish I could be a jerk like that more often. Oh, you can. I can. The little willpower. Yes. Oh, wait. I missed Too it. Late. <laughs> Crap. Damn. Actually, you know what? It is time for our first song. We need to, we need to go into a song. And actually, I'm very what? excited. What? <laughs> okay. My name's Jimmy, and I'm going to tell you about the band today. Vermillion Lies. No, no.
got upset because she thought my mom was saying she didn't have a sister, but she does because that's her sister. That's that's my aunt. Um, <laughs> Whose sister was that? That doesn't make sense. No, because my sister said my sister. Her Is sister. Your sister or her sister? No, my mom's sister. I'm Jimmy. <laughs> my name's Jimmy. Oh, Keep talking. I need to cut you off. <laughs> that's my character trait. Really it's my only... Oh. <laughs> ah, they have guitars and typewriters and a gas can and uh, tin cans and pots and pans. What happened? To oh my god, he just went through puberty. <laughs> I would like a woman now. <laughs> Send one to me. Put it in the mail with my pants. I live in Washington, D.C. <laughs> you guys couldn't see that, but I knocked Colleen's figures off. We'll explain that I mean, after the song. Yeah, we'll explain that after the song, but um. This is a great, great, great uh, sister, actually, group called The Vermilion Lies, and their album just came out yesterday. Yesterday or the day before. Their album just came out... This week. <laughs> on the 22nd. Yes, of May. Of Mayo. 2006. Yes. And uh, the first song we were going to play by them is from Act 1 of their album, because it's split up into two acts. Two-act album. It is. What's it called? No Good. No the album? The album. It's Separated by Birth, a two-act album. Right? Yes, Separated by Birth. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so the song title is called No Good. On an inky black blizzard night, the Vermilion sisters decided to push their way out into the world. Oh, 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 oh,
Okay, so I'm sure you guys are all wondering what I mean when I say that I, I knocked off Colleen's pig ears. And what I mean is, literally, I knocked off Colleen's pig ears. Tonight, our funny outfits consist of ears. Ears. I'm bunny ears. I'm pig ears. With bows. With our powers combined! <laughs> <laughs> we make a giant earlobe of some generic animal that rolls shape. down the street. <laughs> yes. And, like, grosses people out. And listens, yes, shoots earwax out at yeah. giant monsters. I have to, I feel the need to say, uh, I, I'm sure you guys figured that out, but actually that was a, an antique typewriter that they had in that song just now. Oh, yeah. Which I loved so much. And that was actually a, a lovely little introduction they let us play. The little introduction was uh, Mathis Bossy from Sleepy Time Gorilla Museum. So I read an interesting book recently. What was it? It was a Tom Robbins book. It was called Another Roadside Attraction. Hmm. And it had a really interesting premise to it. Which was... What would you do if you found Jesus' body? Um, probably clean my room. Because <laughs> it would mean it's been a while. Yeah, kind of, like in two yeah. millenniums. <laughs> um, yeah, what would I do if I, if I found it, like, on the ground? If you found it buried in a <clears throat> secret chamber under the Vatican. Um. Which means that the Vatican knew that it was there and uh. hid it. And now you have the potentiality to leak the secret. Oh. Things are leaking? Ew. Yeah. Jesus, um, Jesus is leaking. I would probably stop shoveling because it meant I dug too deep a hole for my garden and wound up in Italy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what I would do. Make it, make earrings out of parts of him? I don't know. Wow. That's the most <laughs> sacrilegious thing you've ever said on the show. <laughs> Cut it out. Um, no, I really. But, <laughs> I'm not well, cutting that out. <laughs> because it, well, it's just it's just his body. It's not it's not his soul. His soul went up to heaven and then like had parties and like comes back and visits people when they're they they're orphans. Yeah, but at the end <laughs> in in the Bible, what happens is that his whole like his everything whole body goes, goes up to up. heaven. And when they open the grave again, I don't know why they would open the grave again, but they do anyway. It's it's gone. It's empty. Well, they needed the big um, round rock because they were having one of those strongman competitions. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, well, we got the two axes we could hold up in the Buick, but uh, we need a big rock so you could roll it. It was on... actually the prototype for the wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> or, and the marble. <laughs> and the glass it. eye. Yeah. <laughs> we're taking it to the auto show. Yeah. Of exactly. zero BC. Yes, yes. Um... They had Buicks before the Buicks had wheels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Flintstone Buick. Yes. Um... What the hell was I going to say? About the book. What is... Uh, so the body was supposedly went up with with the soul. Right. So if that if that didn't actually happen, then that would mean that somebody would have had to steal the body. Mm. Assuming that the grave was, in fact, empty. So that so is... So who the... stole the body? Well, the church has the body. I think there's a, a... So maybe the church stole the body. Maybe. Wasn't there a game like that where you had uh, a bunch of pictures of people that might have stole Jesus' body? And you had who to be stole like, the body? Who stole the body? Like, does the guy who stole Jesus' body have red hair? No? Does the guy who stole Jesus' body bald? Yes? I remember that game. Guess who? Didn't we yeah. talk about that one time? I think we might have. That was the most fucked up game because there was like four women and like <laughs> 20 like, Is men. it a woman? Yes. <laughs> we just completely banned that question. We're like, you cannot ask if it's a man or a woman. Yeah, we did too. That and you couldn't ask whether they were bald because like 90% of the men were bald. Oh, really? Yeah. 
I don't remember that being as... I mean, some of them were a little bit lopsided, but really, the, like, is it a man or a woman? Like, you would think that whoever invented that game would have had a little more insight. I think it should be... They should have a new version of Guess Who, where it's the same people, but you have to guess who to say, does the person, you know, have a bad childhood? And then you have to guess. If they say yes, <laughs> you'd be like, well, that guy looks like he had a bad childhood, and that guy... And you have to try to get on the same wavelength and be like, does the person... You know, is he good at math? They'd be like, Freudian oh. <laughs> <laughs> psychoanalysis, yeah. uh, guess who? Like, so you'd have to be really, like, in sync with what... I okay. think we need to buy... You need to go on eBay and find that game so we can so play, play that one. Because I'd be really, really interested if if we could get it to get be the right person. I know, that'd be awesome. <laughs> we have to do this, man. That's really it. That was the greatest thing. <laughs> I, I'm going to stop talking now. I'm not going to say anything else as good this show. You shot your one. Well, okay, guys, I guess it's just you and me now. And me! I'm still here! (laughs) (laughs) I like the face you make when I come back in the room! I gave you tea. Here, you want some cheese? No. (laughs) It's imaginary. I don't have imaginary friends. I have imaginary cheese. That's my... That's my... (laughs) She keeps pretending like she's got to talk, so I have to keep talking. But then you just have stupid. Yeah, a little... So, um, I had an imaginary friend at one point, but he, um, he was, he, he was kind of mean to me, so... That's really I, sad if your imaginary friend whose actions you control was mean to you. <laughs> you have some issues. I think you need some therapy. Well, that's why I, I, I can, I stopped imaginary friends, and I started with imaginary, um, food, Please. food bits. I'm, I'm, <laughs> this week I have imaginary cheese. By the end of the week I'll probably imaginarily eat it, so I'll have to get new imaginary food bit. You think it's going to imaginarily, imaginarily yes. mold? <laughs> I'm sorry, did I cut you off? Is it imaginarily a word? Uh, I imag- it's my imaginary word. I made it up. Okay. Actually, I think you did, but I just imagined that I said it first. With imagination, anything's possible. It is. For instance, I could uh, say something really smart right now. Oh. Go. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Mom! Alright. Jimmy. <laughs> I'm not sure who the father was. I think it was one day on the subway. Damn those skirts. Sure and those gusts of wind. Short Gottfried. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was. Actually, we should do one of the guesses with it. <laughs> Which one is my, 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 my baby's daddy? <laughs> Guess who's my baby's daddy? Oh my god. They should do that. There's a whole line of guess who possibilities. They should have like a, sh- a Maury Povich where instead of doing like a, a real paternity test, they just have like a bunch of like, does your baby's daddy like Eminem? <laughs> does your baby's daddy eat pizza? <laughs> I figured it out. Without a doubt, your baby's daddy is a guy on the subway. By process of elimination, um, your baby's daddy is, is... male. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs> Sorry. Alright, is it, is it time for our next song, you think? Yes. Our second song from Act 2 of the Vermilion Lies brand new album is called Circus Apocalypse. Yes. And um, I'm glad that people can't hear me singing while we play this song because I, I, I like to pretend to belt. 
and I have nowhere near as good a voice. Yeah, it's amazing and, the like difference between the fir- the first track and the second track here. It's like the first one's very Billy Holiday. Oh yeah. The second one is just entirely different. And actually, if you listen to the whole album, all the songs have this really great range. Like there was another song called uh, "Shark Serenade" that we didn't play because um, we're a two show kind of thing. But no wait, two song kind of show. <laughs> um, but it's it's very it's kind of quiet and like creepy and very extremely different voice again so i'm not sure which one is which but the shark serenade one is kind of a little dressed in dolls yeah it is a bit in a good way me, in a really good way me, me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh zoe and uh kim are the are the vermilion lies and their website before we go to the song mm-hmm. is simply www.vermilionlies.com and that is spelled v e r M-I-L-L-I-O-N-L-I-E-S dot C-O-M Vermillionlies.com Thank you, Paulino <laughs> Roboto. Hey, welcome. <laughs> I am Jamie's imaginary robot friend. See you anyway. <laughs> this song is called Circus Apocalypse. Circus Apocalypse. Come down and join the 
and as the last note echoed through the quiet night, Vermilion Lies was born. Every time my sister brushes my teeth, I get so scared. Brushes your teeth? <laughs> yeah, I'm like sleeping, and she's like, time to get up! Electric <laughs> toothbrush! <laughs> she uses a, an electric toothbrush, and I always think she's like shaving her head. I'm always convinced I'm going to go in there, and she's going to be like, I got bored! Wee! I got bored, so I got bald. I did. I need to, I want to cut my hair. We should, we should, you know what? I was thinking today that it's been a really long time since we've had a contest. I mean, we had the, if you live in Iowa, we'll give you fa- five fake dollars. Um, or the five dollars to the store, which we had nothing in the store at that point under five dollars. <laughs> so I was like, by the way, give us more money. We might give you something. But we had the t-shirt contest a while ago. Maybe we should maybe we should do another contest. The t-shirt contest was like show two. That was so early because we were like, at that point in time, I hadn't figured out how to check our stats of how many listeners we had. And we were convinced um, we had two listeners, which was, you know, ourselves. Yeah. And we were like, is anybody else alive? And and I believe it was Matt from Florida. Yes. Who way back when was like, hello, I'm alive and I have arms and a torso. And Send I don't know how way. I found your podcast, but here I am. Yeah, I don't remember how he found us either. Well, anyway, so you're, you know what we should do? Okay, what this is my do? suggestion and you can have your suggestion. Okay. We can, we can even do both. A double contest, if you will. Ooh. And people can enter both contests. Okay. And maybe win twice. Anyway, oh. this would be, this is a really cool idea, but only if people actually do it. Okay. Because it's a little more work intensive than a lot of contests Ooh, are. Ooh, is it arm wrestling? My idea is Did for I us to have like a really, <laughs> a really funny picture of your face and then ha- tell people like, okay, here's a picture of Colleen, Photoshop funny hair onto Colleen's face. <laughs> and whatever you come up with, maybe she'll get that haircut, maybe. <laughs> okay! Not necessarily, uh, but maybe. We had actually a teacher in our school, uh, Bruce Chapin, who is a genius, 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 and anybody that knows Bruce Chapin from Valley Central High School in Montgomery, New York, knows that. He... Yeah, everybody. Is ama- actually... On the West Coast and the East they, Coast. They should know him. He, Mr. Chapin. I will show you his website, and then you and will say, oh my god, I can't believe I didn't know him before. But he used to have a contest every year. There was a fundraiser, and you would basically draw a picture of how you wanted his hair. And one year he had just a plain X in the back and no other hair. One year he had the opposite, like the X shaved out and then no other hair. One year he had two um, squares, but they weren't symmetrical. It was like a one inch by one inch square of hair left, and everything else was shaved bald. It's pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. What we could do is um, we can get a guess who for someone. And if write out instructions who. of how to play the new version of guess who. That's a pretty cool prize. <laughs> they still have it in stores. Wait, let's do they really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You know what? I was also thinking we could make our own guess who. Where we could just draw little really bad caricatures. <laughs> <laughs> and just have them on little pieces of paper, and you just like have a little thing that stands them up if they're cardstock, and they're just folded up. Oh, you that just works. put them down. Let's do that instead. Let's do th- I think that'll actually be funny. That could be really fun. <laughs> or we could actually use photographs of people. That's <gasps> even better. Who should we have photographs of? Random people on the street. We could have people. <laughs> the contest could be to send us in a picture of your funniest face, and we will make the entire thing into a guess who game. That would be fantastic. And then whoever has the funniest picture. How many pictures do we have to get to do that? Um, okay. 
You guys don't even understand how exciting this is. This was totally my favorite game when I was like in fifth grade. Wait, one, two, three, wait, is that six across? Five by four, 20. Six by four, actually. Oh, you're right, six by four. Okay, so this is a two-fold contest now. Yeah. First of all, you have to be one of the first 24 people to send us a picture of yourself. I don't, there's at least, at least the two of us. Okay. Um, and you know, if we if we need to fill in the rest of the spots, if we don't get enough entries, we we've got some fake mustaches. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So, not only is it just a picture of yourself, but a picture of yourself as guess who as you can be. So, what if the whole game is just <laughs> us in different costumes? <laughs> that's even better. Is yours a picture of Eddie? <laughs> is yours a picture <laughs> of Colleen? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, go on. It's not going to be just us. Okay. We'll put a few of us yeah, in there. We However will. many, you know... We, we need to we, fill up the rest. Know, basically, we'll the rest for us. So uh, whoever sends us the funniest picture that we think is the most Guess Who-like, uh, we will send them a handmade Guess Who game that includes instructions such as questions you should ask, such as... Um, Freudian Psychology Guess Who. Freudian Psychology Guess Who. Uh, such as... And there's another one we said earlier, I forgot what it was. Oh, guess my baby daddy, guess who? <laughs> guess my baby daddy, guess who? Well, actually, we'll give you both versions <laughs> on paper. Um, and I actually think, you know what, we will give one free to the person who wins, whoever has the funniest picture. Um, but I think we'll actually make it available in the store. Okay. I think that'll be a good little thing. So you could have, um, and you have to understand, this is going to be cheap. This is going to be like on card stock. Yeah. So you just put the card stock <laughs> down. But the questions, it'll be awesome. So, uh. Yeah, that'll be that'll be our prize. So whoever, go to fluffinbrooklyn.com, and uh, well, actually, no, you have to go to. But oh, oh, one of the other criteria <laughs> is you must email to both Annie and myself. So you have to email to Annie at fluffinbrooklyn.com and Colleen at fluffinbrooklyn.com. Okay. And we'll also start a thread in the forum, which when you click on this little um, comment on this podcast on fluffinbrooklyn.com. Um, you could you could post your pictures in the forum too, and that'll count as an entry if you don't want to actually email them. Yeah, that would be totally welcome, and that mm-hmm. way everybody can see how stupid you look. Exactly. And hilarious. So, this is good. This is going to be the greatest. It'll be the fluff radio. Guess who version? I love it. We'll have to. I think love of it. A, I'm so excited already. A catchy title for it. Um, fluff who? <laughs> fluff who? <laughs> so like who farted or something. <laughs> Who fluffed? I think Fluff Who is pretty good. <laughs> okay, you'll get the first ever Fluff Who board. And Annie is a professional designer, so <laughs> she will make it the logo pretty. I'll make it cool. And I will make funny faces for any of the spots that are empty. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this is an awesome contest. I'm actually so excited. I'm I want to like, stop the show and post it right now. Well, we, it's actually, we actually time to stop, to so. stop. We have to top the show. <laughs> top the to toe. Yay, I forgot Jimmy's voice. <laughs> I was going to have him come back, but oh. I couldn't remember. Actually, see the, the, the other Jimmy. Wait, let me see if I can find the other Jimmy. This is it. Yeah, that's about it. I want to say goodbye before my mom does. Goodbye. Okay. I'm done. Good. I'm not doing anymore. Go away. The way we beat you. I'm in, oh, is it going to be an imaginarily beating? No. It's gonna be real. Real like the back of my neck. What? What? <laughs> oh, that was my other kid. I don't even want to go into that now. <laughs> my other kid was older than me. <laughs> it was it was weird. <laughs> Woo! Don't wanna go into that. Um well uh, uh this is Colleen AF Venable and my baby Jimmy Um saying saying I can't wait to see see your pictures. I'm excited. To see your pictures. <laughs>
This is Annie Sanders saying, I believe in shit and miracles and the occasional miraculous shit. That was beautiful. Thanks. We're so sorry to see 